Hello, welcome to the Legendary Frogcast. I am your host, Joseph Blanchett, and with me is Dustin Watts. Ahoy, hoy. Bryce Sally. Hello, hello. And first time guest, uh, Bryce's kid and my uh, my nephew, um, Jack Sally. Hello. Hi. Truly, hey, Jack, I can um, the nepotism. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's your very first podcast, at least, like, what I'm aware of. I don't know if you've been on other, other podcasts. Yes, this is my very first podcast. Oh, this is, this is a special time. I know you have a, uh, a YouTube channel, which you do yeah. Minecraft stuff. <laughs> which uh, we can... Uh, you can put that in the notes if uh, you guys want to check out some epic Minecraft building techniques. Oh, and, and Fortnite building techniques, too. Oh, Fortnite. Yeah, but with yeah. Fortnite, do you just, like, press a button these days and it builds, like, a tower for you automatically? <laughs> that's, that, that's true. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately, Randy couldn't be here. Um, he's our big uh, comics guy, and we look forward to every uh, MCU or a comic book movie for him to review with us, but um, wasn't feel he wasn't really feeling it tonight. So um, he's with us in spirit. And today we're going to be talking about for the first time two MC, MCU projects that overlapped each other. So we're talking about Loki, the Disney Plus show, and we're talking about uh, Black Widow, the first MCU feature film to, to be released in two years. Really? The long this is this has been the longest gap we've seen between MCU movies, and the longest delay an MCU movie has ever had. Uh, basically, uh, Spider-Man: Far From Home was um, released around this time in uh, 2019. That was the last one. I mean, Black Widow's been in the can for the better part of two years. It's just mm-hmm. you know. The time, the bad times happened. Mm-hmm. Bad times. The bad times. So, which one do you want to talk about first? Well, hmm. chronologically, Loki came first. Chronologic? Well, it's depending Wait, timeline sorry. wise. Release date. Up. Release date. <laughs> I mean, if we if you're going by release date, Loki. If you're going chronologically. Probably Black Widow would come first. Let's talk about Loki, because I think that has a little bit more, like, sci-fi nerd meat on it, pressing into. Yeah. Got some, it's got some, it's, it's got some heft to it. It's got stuff we can chew on. <laughs> so Loki like that, was one like, of the... Like, 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 Loki alligator chewed on hands. Yeah, all the time. This is what he does. <laughs> um, yeah, so Loki was one of the first batch of Disney Plus shows that was announced and released um, and uh, people were kind of confused at one point because Loki died in Infinity War so they're like well how's he going to have a TV show And but uh, it, if you've ever had anything to do with comics death has never stopped a character <laughs> and in Endgame gave us the perfect out because a uh, a past version version of Loki uh, steals the Tesseract 
and uh, goes dimension hopping somewhere, and people are like, oh, that's how that happens. But yep. it turns out in the in the Marvel universe, uh, there are interdimensional time traveling uh, cops, apparently. And the TVA. Uh, TVA. The Time Variance Authority. And like, I thought this was something made up for the show, but apparently the TVA has been in the comics for a long time. One form or another. Yeah, I'm not surprised about that. And like Again, Mobius. Uh, like Mobius. Yeah. Basically yeah. all the big important characters were from the comics and I thought they were all made up, but apparently not. Yeah, it, why? Because it was so weird? I don't know if you ever yeah. read a comic. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess I should have expected there to be something like this, but yeah, like, when I saw the promo, like, Loki was in this, like, weird, bureaucratic, time-traveling <laughs> thing i was like oh they must have came up with this for the show but no it's been in the comics yeah pretty important part of the comics i guess uh they've shown up a few times um again randy would probably be able to dig deeper than i could but i do know <sighs> since this is this is a little on the obscure side even for me yeah but they they are they've been around for a while in various forms and, and all I know is I can listen to Tom Hilson and Owen Wilson go back and forth with yeah. each other all day long. I mean, they, could, be like, they could just be talking about the weather and I'd just be like, <laughs> do go on. Yeah. <laughs> now, when you say they've been around in some form or another, do you mean that, <laughs> like, I don't know, they've, they, they'd be a part of ancient Greek mythology or something. No, I like mean, Olympus. Been, like, no, they've had different, they, they started out as villains called the time twisters. Okay. Then they became the time masters. Then there was the time variance authority. Okay. And so we can trace them that way. I think they were, they were a Thor. They first showed up in Thor, I think. Yeah. They first showed up in Thor. Uh, Oh, just Thor or Ragnarok or which one? Because the comics. Oh, oh no! Like oh, yeah, we're oh. talking about the comics. Yeah, gotcha. I cannot if this, contribute if, much there. If this showed up in Thor in 2013, yeah. 13, uh, people would have been very confused. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool though. And then you know they had that roadmap for they, they would show up in a TV show eight years later and yeah. be explained. It's like wow, they really planned these Easter eggs. <laughs> years in advance it wouldn't put it past them so what did you guys think of Loki well I'll start with you said you could watch Tom Hiddleston and Owen Wilson banter I, I mean I could just watch Tom Hiddleston do anything I love that guy mm-hmm. so it, it already started out really well for me because it I... starred Loki yeah I mean, Loki as a character is just fascinating. Mm-hmm. Like, he... I wouldn't say he's the best part of every film he's in. Well, except for Thor the Dark World. He was the best part of that. But... He's uh, definitely say, a delight. Yeah, I would say he's still one of the best parts in the original Thor. 
Yeah. Um, because like you kind of felt his uh his struggle between, you know, being a frost giant and trying to win Odin's approval, trying to deal with his brother, um all that stuff. I would say I would say yeah, it's definitely some of the best parts in his movies. Now, before we dive into it real quick, I know that we we kind of talked about chron- chronology, and and this one makes it very very clear where it lands because of the beginning scene. But remind me and our listeners, that was just the Avengers, or was it Aven- Which Avengers movie was that the end of? Um, that he- was the. That, that was, was the. Uh, go ahead. That was the end. Okay, from our perspective, it was it was during Avengers Endgame, but from okay. in 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 the actual timeline, it took place during the end of the first Avengers, mm-hmm. or shortly thereafter. Okay, and uh, gotcha. since the timeline was changed, um, mm. like probably a few minutes after that happened, when when like the TVA took Loki, um that timeline just vanished. Gotcha. And uh, the proper timeline resumed. So that, that scene where, uh, you know, Captain America and Ant-Man and Tony are like arguing in the corner. Yeah. Like probably the second after they left, like the timeline started to dissolve around each other. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So that timeline's gone. What's it's weird. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, but least, well, yeah, kind of. Maybe, maybe not. Because <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll come back to that. Put a pin in this. We'll okay. come back to it a little bit later. Yeah, because obviously it still happened. And right. And, and they all remember it happening. But according to the logic of Loki, that timeline was erased or pruned. Or maybe mm. it just continued, continued on, not interfering with a. Uh, with the main timeline. Hey Jack, um what what uh Marvel movies have you seen previously? I can't remember. I know I've seen Endgame. Uh I've seen all the Avengers movies. It I like all the not the like ca- like with different char- with the like starring one character just like mm-hmm. like Endgame and the ones bef- and some before that. So were you but- able to like follow the lo- the the Loki character, even though really only seen one movie with him in it. Like, were you able to understand what was going on? Yeah, it was it was tricky, but I I figured it out. Mm. There was that scene in episode one where Loki is basically uh, watching his life play out that I really liked, and uh, you could just see it. You could see. You can see him now that he's seeing his life from the outside, seeing what happened, and you can just see his mind just go through that and go, "Oh God, what have I been? What mm-hmm. am I?" Well, what I took from I that is, what, what I took from that is, uh, is you know, Loki sees that he keeps failing. It hurts the people he loves. And then the moment he tries to do something good, he dies for it. <laughs> and like, I think he started to realize that he was just this insignificant blip in the universe after all, despite all his like gloating and grandstanding. 
his oh, I, his I, his so-called glorious purpose. Mm-hmm. And he still kind of tr- kind of kept that up for another episode or two until he met Sylvie, and uh, that really cemented him wanting to change. I think he finally just realized that no, I am not that. No. I don't need to hurt others to make myself better. That has never helped me. In fact, it is the source it is the source of all of my woes that I continually hurt those that I care about. Yeah, it like doesn't doesn't get anywhere. It was definitely very refreshing to watch a non-evil Loki. Mm-hmm. I'm not evil. Or I'm not just a, not just a non-evil Loki. A Loki finally realizing he doesn't have to be evil. Mm-hmm. He can. Yeah. He can still be the god of mischief. Yeah. Well. But be. But he can make. He can be his own god of mischief. He can bring his own brand to it. And there were other Lokis in the timeline that kind of got to the same, that became like better people, but they all got banished to like that, that uh, limbo Wait. world, whatever. Yeah. The, the void. End of time. Yeah. The void at the end of time. Where a giant oh. cloud monster will eat you. <laughs> well, the giant cloud monster was there before. Or the void. Uh, eh. Yeah. That's <laughs> or was it there before, during, and after, and always? Time is this big wibbly wobbly timey wimey ball. Yeah. <laughs> so uh like I said, I think the best parts of this show um were ironically just the characters talking back and forth to each other. Um Via like the... Mobius and Mobius and Loki or Loki and Sylvie. Like it's like the most character development we've really seen in any of these movies or shows because they actually devote a lot of time to it. I say this right now, this is probably the best role I've ever seen Owen Wilson in. Oh, you must not have seen Shang uh Shanghai Knights? <laughs> no, I've seen Shanghai Knights. Or I Shanghai like Noon. Not sh- Shanghai Shanghai Night. What is it? It's, it's Shanghai Nights. You are okay. correct. <laughs> have you, yes, have you not seen, seen? Have you not seen I Spy? Okay, I haven't even seen that one. No, I don't think anyone's <laughs> it, seen that. It sounds bad. I saw it a few weeks ago because my parents were over. They were just looking for a movie to watch on Amazon. It was like, wow, there's Owen Wilson. Let's watch that. Wow. 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 All right, Jack, do your best Owen Wilson wow. Wow. (laughs) He doesn't do do a wow on the show, but he gets gets close sometimes. It's like, how? (laughs) It's like Loki escaped. How? Yeah, this is the most... This is ironically the most Owen Wilson Owen Wilson has ever done. (laughs) That's an interesting point. But it but it's not but they don't but it's not in the annoying way. Yeah. This is 
it was kind of nice to see him be able to stretch his legs. Yeah. You know? I mean, he's he's one of the most perfectly cast characters in the MCU, if you ask me. He just fits yeah. so well into this role. And he's like instantly likable. Um he loves jet skis. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? Yeah, that's not anything <laughs> unique. <laughs> he seems to really like jet skis. Oh uh, yeah, but, but but besides that, my favorite part of the show is probably the first episode, first couple episodes, um, which the first episode was written by uh, one of the writers that was on Rick and Morty, and like you can really tell their his like offbeat, like that offbeat sense of humor about how the TVA works, like really shines in that first episode. Like they were using uh, like, Infinity Stones as paperweights. Yeah, <laughs> just... and they have like printouts of everything you've ever said each time you say something. I love like, that. There are things signed up, and there was that metal detector that, like, if you were an, an android, you died, and, and you don't have a human soul, you would blow up. And then he Loki looks, and there's all this like scorch marks. <laughs> all and, over then the place. He, and then he and then he has a little mini existential crisis. <laughs> uh, I don't have a soul. What if I am a robot and I didn't know? Yeah. And the, didn't he actually say that? And the guy was like, yeah, that happens. Yeah. yeah. But also similarly, when the same thing happens to uh, Sylvie, it's like terrifying. Yeah, from, it's, like, a, it's a... A 10-year-old see, kid's perspective. Yeah. it From seeing Loki go through this, it's hilarious. Yeah. Seeing a little, seeing a little girl go through it is... Probably a parent's worst fear come true. So what do you think Sylvie's, like, um, Nexus event was? Because I don't think it was just being born a a, a female. Honestly, I think it actually, I think it was. But it was such a gradual thing that it didn't... the, the, The divergence was... Like a, it wasn't like a sharp. It wasn't like a sharp, like line up. It was like a very slow incline. Until finally, I, it just. Until finally, it like hit a point. And they then they had to. Yeah, she is a, like, the only female Loki I think that we see. Um, well, but, yeah, I mean, see I didn't there, get but, I didn't get under the alligator and check. So. Oh, yeah, that's true, uh, but. Uh, I think it might have been the fact that uh, she wanted to be a hero. Like, she was uh, playing with her toys pretending to be a Valkyrie. Yeah. Which are, like, the elite all-female, like, warrior cast of uh, Asgard. Yeah. And um, I think that timeline, like, no, we can't have Loki be a hero. Uh-huh. Like, he needs to be the he needs to be the villain. He has to, no. He doesn't have to be the villain. He has to be the foil. Well, yeah, be a foil. He has to be. He has to be what the heroes rail against. Yeah, yeah. What brings the heroes together? Common enemy. Yeah, makes them stronger. And that's that's well, a good question. Never. I mean, I didn't even just, think about that. Yeah, and then ultimately die at the hand of Thanos when uh 
when the when Thor and everyone else are at like the strongest they can be. Mm-hmm. Just a which uh, just to hammer home yeah. the point that Thanos is just that powerful. And even when one Loki avoided that fate, like the minute he decided to return back to civilization, like he got uh, got sucked up. Mm-hmm. So I was expecting a little bit something a little different from this show. Um, I thought it would be more about alternate reality, like hopping around. Mm-hmm. Um. But it really wasn't about that. Yeah, it was the exact opposite. <laughs> there is are no yeah. alternate realities. It, it, it was about it was a, it was about preventing that very thing from happening, and yeah. ultimately. And spoiler, it, in case you, in case the fact that there's a movie called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, <laughs> they fail. Yeah, because like during the preview, like you saw President Loki, you saw him like jumping from the plane. I was like, oh, there's gonna be one episode where Loki's trying to escape whoever these TVA guys are, and he's gonna uh-huh. end up being president of the United States. And then this one, he's gonna have to do a heist, and it's gonna be all these other, yeah. other crazy stuff. And but, all um, you find out is that the 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 him on the plane was just a gag. A one-off gag of him be apparently being DB Cooper, one of the most infamous heists in United States history, still yep. unsolved, mind yep. you. Yep. Well, not anymore. It was Loki. And were you not watching? Yeah. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so there was a ton of Easter eggs in the show. Dustin, do you, are there any like noticeable ones that you saw? That you notice well, uh, like there's a million of oh them. In, like there's a whole I bunch could... of them in the in oh, the limbo part. Man, I, the sheer amount of just the sheer amount of callbacks in this is is insane, and I could not even begin to remember them all. <sighs> I'm not even joking. There are this is some. I'm probably gonna have to go back and watch this again to point them all out, but. If you, free, I mean, if you freeze like any any wide shot in limbo, you see like get a, a ton of like obscure references to Marvel like, War. Like there's not there's not there's obscure references to things that happen in the show. <laughs> like for instance, when they were panning down into the ground, into the bunker, mm-hmm. did you notice the sheer amount of uh lunch trays like scattered in the ground? Uh uh-uh. uh. You know why yeah, that is? Like, nope. That's so they don't have to. That's in the cafeteria. That's how they clean the. That's oh. how they clean the things. They they zap them into the void. They prune the trash. They prune. Oh, yeah, the they trash. basically have a huge. They basically have a big conversation in front of a mountain of them with like yeah. those little milk cartons. Uh huh. I I mean, I am not very observant. I, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah, was- also in that same scene was Throg, which I think in this case was actually a Thor turned into a frog, but in the comics, it's actually a whole separate character, believe it or not. <laughs> he actually got Chris Hemsworth to record new lines for that I read. <laughs> Let's see, there was uh, 
There's the infamous Thanos copter, which of all the deep cuts I was expecting to see, I was not prepared for the Thanos copter. Which, it's my belief that uh, the the old Loki, the universe he came from, like people just dress like their old uh, comic book looks. Uh-huh. So, so in his universe, Thanos actually rode around in that thing. <laughs> I would, which by the way, seeing someone pull off that classic Loki look is kind of amazing. Yeah. I, I, the 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 costume looked so intentionally cheap. It was very well done. <laughs> well, it looked like it was meant to fit someone who was fitter and younger. <laughs> which I think was the point. Yeah. Um there was there was the giant. Oh, 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 what the there was the uh, yellow jacket helmet that you meant that was in the background. The enlarged, yeah, like, yeah really big one. Mm-hmm. So here's a question that I'll tiptoe around. Uh oh, because we have a youngin in the room. Is is Loki and Sylvie the same person? Mm. Oh, we, no, 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 no. We are not having this. Not even. <laughs> we're not even going to have this discussion. It's not. We can't. And I, I'm, awesome. I'm good. I, I literally am going to have to stop you and ask you to move on. Fair enough. Because <laughs> I, we cannot answer this question with a youngin in the room, and I'm a. Moving on. Oh, that's funny. All right, so WandaVision had the theme of grief. Falcon and Winter Soldier obviously dealt with, um, like, uh, racism and um, and uh, post-traumatic stress and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. What do you think, like, if, if people were to look at Loki and say, and look at him more than just like a, uh, like a Doctor Who-esque, like, yeah, sci-fi. Just to give it a rock. It's like, what, what is Loki about? A one-word theme. I would have to say redemption. I was going to say, I was gonna say free will. Or freedom. Or... I was going to say, like, forgiveness and learning to love your... Like, <laughs> oh, we learning, already learning said that, Joey. We're not going there. Well, no, because Loki <laughs> no, no, does have no, no, to no, learn. I, I, he was... <laughs> but no, what he's saying is... Like learning to care about yourself and not worry about, you know, what other people think of you. How about you, Jack? What's the theme of Loki to you? Um, the moral. What are you supposed to learn? Like, I would, yeah. Free will. I agree with that. Um, Freedom. Because the entire the entire show is that what they're that's what they're fighting for. Well, yeah. some people. Free will. Like some people. The no, good guys. So. Freedom. Yeah. yeah. And also, and it's not just the freedom to, and it's not just freedom in the pure. It's 
the freedom it's the freedom to make the choice even if that even if the choice is a bad one mm-hmm. or maybe it isn't that's the mm-hmm. thing the is it doesn't matter what the choice is as long as you have the chance to choose it yeah. uh, but unfortunately Dustin if you make the wrong choice um you have to live uh, with King consequences. The- no, uh, King the Conqueror is going to come and destroy your plan, <laughs> destroy your multiverse. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Now, oh, I oh now I get to talk about. Oh, you have opened a can of worms. So let's talk <laughs> about now. I get to talk about King. Yeah, let's talk about the ending. Um, like imagine during WandaVision, it really was Mephisto introduced in the last episode. Um. That's a little bit what, like, when uh, the one who remains shows up at and it the end of this out, one. And it turns out to be a Kang. Or Kang turns out to be one of one of him. Um, so, Dustin, who's Kang? Okay. Kang, in the comic books, actually didn't first show up as Kang. He actually first showed up as a character called, was it Rama Tut? Yeah, I think Rama Tut from the he was a from the like the twenty third, the twenty sixth century, who went back in time and took over e- ancient Egypt. And then we found out there's another version of Rama Tut called Kang, who came to the present and tried to take things over. Then there's Immortus, who tried to be a good guy but ended up being kind of a jerk about it. Oh, and then there, we find out there's a whole council of kings. Which, um, and if you're who skinny, is Kang? Really, really getting a getting a Rick and Kang still a is, Rick and Morty vibe from this. Well, actual believe. Well, <laughs> basically, Rick is a Rick is kind of a Kang. Okay. <laughs> but. Holy crap! I just came to that realization myself. Rick is a Rick. Would, <laughs> Rick. Oh my god! Rick is a king. Oh no! I or, broke. Or, or I broke Dustin. I. Yeah. Holy! I didn't mean crap. to break Dustin on the on, live on air. <laughs> huh? I wouldn't say Rick is a king. He's a king like. King adjacent. King adjacent. <laughs> Same sort of. That same sort of self-righteous, super genius kind of character. Yeah, that's Kang. Yeah, absolutely. Think of it as like, if you've ever watched, if you don't know who Kang is, think Rick. Basically. Oh, but, so, so like the greatest man in the entire universe and everyone should inspire to him? <laughs> A show yeah. only for smart people to watch. Yes. <laughs> Truly, that's I'm Pickle Kang. <laughs> well, I with this well... helmet. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So yeah, yeah, but like, who is, who is Kang? Like in the like, I know he has a long, confusing history, but like, what, <laughs> what is his? That's deal? an understatement. <laughs> yeah. What is his deal? Um, he just wants to take over the world to make a better future for himself and others. He's just a jerk about it, continuously. 
And every time oh, yeah, he, uh, he was, time travels. Oh the, yeah, uh, there's also Iron uh, Lad. He also the a younger version of King. The pretended to be a young version of Tony Stark at one point. Oh yeah, so, there, he, there was another. Oh yeah, that brings up another Easter egg that was in the void was the Avengers Tower with Kang Industries on it, which that actually happened in the comics. Yeah, he took over Stark Tower. Um, so to kind of answer more of the question, he um, every time this Kang guy time travels, he kind of makes different versions of, of himself and different realities. And that's kind of where the Council of Kangs came from and the Council of Ricks mm-hmm. are kind of similar. I think there's a Council of Reed, or Reed Richards, too. Um, they are somehow worse than Kang. Yeah. Because if there's anything I have come to think about, Reed Richards is Reed Richards is just not even a bad day away from being a villain. He's just, you know, maybe just gets a little overzealous one time and then that, oop, oops, I accidentally the universe. Mm-hmm. So in, so in this, in the MCU, oh, oh go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so kind of to, to bring it back to what or who he really is, his his description that he gave, you know, his big, big bad guy speech of, with all the, the uh, exposition, is that accurate to the comic? You know, he, disco- he discovered the, the universes in one of his universes. I don't believe so. No, I don't think that's okay. not this, not usually, but okay. it wouldn't surprise me if he thought that was the case. Hmm. Yeah. But, yeah. So in the MCU, he was a, a scientist in the future that discovers the multiverse. Okay. And um, not hey. all of the, we don't know his name in the show yet, but um, like not all versions of himself got along. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how, that's how the, multiverse war started um okay. and uh, as you find out like the timekeepers that were supposed to be the boss of everything you know weren't real it mm. was just this one version of this person uh tr- trying to keep this timeline from imploding from going, in on itself yeah from from branching off because he knows that as soon as this branches off other versions of himself are going to come into existence, and not all of them are going to be good. Yeah, it, it, um, it's a basic. It, once there's one multiverse, mm-hmm. there's all <laughs> the multiverse. It's like it's yeah. an all or nothing sort of thing. I mean, yes. like, this is going to be an evil. Though I mean, potentially there could be an evil version of, of anybody. Yeah. But he knows personally that he's going to be the one to figure it all out first, right? And he knows what he's capable of. Yeah. yeah, he's seen it firsthand, and he is him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So even though no one's announced it, he's he got well, he got cast as hmm. king in uh in the next. Hold state, on, uh, hold on. Before in- we before we go before we go there, let's let's. I got something else about this theory. So he was the one that discovered it, sure. But then, I mean, the future's a lot. There's a lot of future. Why why doesn't someone else later discover it or is that kind of what he's he's making sure no one discovers it once he figures this out and figures out there's others and then things start going wrong 
he's he did everything possible to make sure that yeah. no one else could discover it. Okay. And they tried to shut down the whole multiverse. Gotcha. So if if you know, say in in the year fifty two eighty one, some scientist discovers multiverses. Well, he's already got that's a branch. He'll get that under control. Yeah, yeah. he was trying, okay. Okay, I got. But you. he was. Uh, yeah, it's the more you think about this plan, the more you realize it was not a. It was not going to work long. Not, to, not sustainable. Yeah, but at some point, he even admits like he couldn't control it anymore. Oh, yeah. that's why Loki and Sylvie were there. Yeah, you um, could tell. You could tell that there at the end, he was giving off. I, I'm not. Maybe I'm looking at this. He was giving off the retail worker who has, <laughs> who has been, who has been working multiple shifts in a row and is just <laughs> done with it. Yeah, and all of them somehow a Christmas Eve shift. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I wasn't I supposed, the, like I quite literally. I wasn't supposed to be here today. Yeah, I wasn't even yeah. supposed to be here today. Oh, I've been here for all. I've been here for all eternity, and yeah. I wasn't even supposed to be here. <laughs> so, um, like I was saying, like it's gonna be season two of this, which is real nice because I had a feeling about halfway through, it's like, oh, they're not gonna resolve anything in this episode. I can mm-hmm. tell, but mm-hmm. it's gonna be a, a cliffhanger. But I, I'm I'm hoping season two's okay because a lot of the people like the director and a lot of the writers aren't going to be in season two apparently. Oh, surely it'll be fine. Um, but that actor um got cast as King in uh Ant Man three, like months and months and months ago. Okay. So but- when when all this all these hints of Kang started to appear. In this show, people are like, "Oh, it's leading to Kang." That's why they mm. announced that uh, casting. Uh, that's why they cast that guy so early, like uh, but then, a year before Ant Man started to film. Yeah, it's because then, um, yeah. Oh, Dustin, I'm talking. I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, but uh, I mean, they they uh, cast that guy like way ahead of time, and they usually only do that when they're going to have like a guest appearance in another in another show. Um, it turns out they were right. And uh, okay. we're not quite sure how Kang, if, if the person in charge of TVA now is Kang, per se, or if the one introduced in Ant-Man 3, like, that's going to be the Kang, and if he's going to exist, um, like, after that point as a big villain. But um, Loki was his introduction. And uh, we're not quite sure. See, now now Loki I, doesn't have to die. We can see. How? It would it would feel cheap if he just suddenly reintroduced into the movies. I don't know. But maybe this means. Oh, maybe that. Speaking of people who who died who should be introduced back into the MCU. I, oh, I get to bring up my I get to bring up my old deep beaten dead horse, which is Agents of Shield is canon. Oh, jeez. <laughs> 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 now that the multiverse is a thing, yeah, I can say that again. But you never stop saying it is the is the thing. There's no again. Yeah. But now I have. But that. now I have. Now I have. Now I have Kane well, and so, it to back me up on it. 
Fair enough. This is like when uh when uh Luke Evans showed up on WandaVision, people were like, the X-Men movies are canon from another dimension. <laughs> but like it turned out none of that was true. Yeah. But now it is. Now it is. Yeah. Well, yep. if um, like the next Spider-Man is supposedly deals with multiverses, and we might see other versions of Spider-Man pop up. I mean, and we are also and other MCU characters. We've and non-MCU characters because we. I mean, we've already confirmed that Alfred Molina is coming back as Doc Ock, and. What was it? Uh, who's the guy who played uh, Daredevil in the TV show? I don't know his name. Oh, uh, I like him though. Yeah, he, he's not confirmed. We'll see. What, I mean, but we won't. We don't know what that's going to be like until. Hmm. Um, so, so what do you guys think of Loki compared to the other three shows? Like, eventually, it's going to become pointless like trying to rank like trying to compare sure. them to each other but since there's only a few of them and it's their like it's their first attempt at uh making tv shows um how do you think this compares to look wandavision and falcon and winter soldier well i didn't falcon. see winter soldier uh and but it does sounds kind of boring so i feel like even if i had seen that i would still be putting that one at the bottom um wandavision and loki is really tough because the content of loki is exactly my jam i love sci-fi i love time travel that that stuff is i i love it but i still would say wandavision is above it because it was just so entertaining from I'm all around. I would, uh, WandaVision, I would yeah, WandaVision very rarely missed its mark, and when it did, it wasn't a big deal. I would there was a couple that. points in Loki where uh, there's a couple points in Loki where I thought, well, this could have been a little bit better. This part episode, three. Little... episode three, episode, episode three. three, yeah. So, I would definitely say that. WandaVision was more consistent, hmm. but I think Loki had the better. I think, oh, it's. I like the. I think they're both tied for the first, but in different ways. But yeah, and, and yeah, Falcon and Winter Soldier is like right behind. But then I like Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know? Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's hard to rank them. They were trying to do different things. Yeah, they were. They're, but, they're different things for different people. And yeah. They're, but they're but it all definitely, really it, good. Yeah. It, but it definitely sounds like it was a lot slower, maybe. Yeah. And uh, they spent so much time with the villains in uh, Winter, Falcon Winter Soldier, and like mm-hmm. they didn't work at all, hardly. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. Jack, what did you think of Loki? Did you enjoy watching um, the entire show? Yes, it was interesting. Have you have you seen many TV shows or movies that like deal with like time travel and alternate realities and stuff? Is this like one of your first times? Uh, movies. Yes, I believe so. But um, me and my dad are actually reading a time a series of a time traveling book. Oh, what was it called? 
I forgot the name. The, I... the series is called The Missing, and there's nine books about it. Um, try to real high level it is that 30, ki- 30 famous kids from the past get kidnapped by evil people from the future to be auctioned off to people in the future as adoptions. And the book is about them trying to go travel through time to put the kids back. Oh, so like, do you want Elvis to be your kid? Here right. You go. Exactly. Exactly. And, if they don't so, and, and, and there's, it's got its own set of, you know, time travel rules, what causes paradoxes, all that stuff. So yeah, we definitely have a, I didn't even make that connection to be honest until you said that. So we definitely have a good kind of basis in time travel. And all, and yeah, it does. It, it does cause branches sometimes. So you, know. you should definitely watch the all-time classic uh, Back to the Future at some point. Oh, yeah, you've never seen. You might have with your grandfather. Have you seen Back to the Future? I think so. Yeah, I have. Are you sure? Yeah. What's the name of the main character in it? The quiz. I haven't. Okay. Is it, is, is it a Spider-Man movie? No, it is not. <laughs> I, I, oh, you sweet summer child. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, Back to the Future, like um, part two, is like one of those movies where they change something in the past, and like the entire future changes because of it. And um, I think. Uh, we should watch back. To, you should. You guys should watch back. To, watch Back to the Future. And let's do a podcast on it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Maybe we. And I guess there. Or if you want. Hey, there's a, another one. Another good time travel movie that most people don't seem to think about. Meet the Robinsons. Anyone remember that? I definitely don't think about it. So you're you're right. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a there's a time cop. That's true. Time, time cop, maybe not uh, perfect for the kiddo. No. But I am. I I do plan on getting started on Doctor Who, at least the new ones, starting with the Chris Eccleston series, the reboot. Um, So you, I mean, you could be adventurous and try some of the classic stuff, but. It's up to you. I I I don't want. I tried myself, and I don't want to. Yeah, they're hard to watch. It's an acquire taste. I don't um, want to take the time to acquire it. I have you seen? Um, I, I, oh, go ahead. Oh, so I'm going to ask if you've seen. Um, it, I'm into the Spider Verse because that's kind of like an alternate. That's reality. Yes. Definitely, yeah. yeah, Jack. Why didn't you mention that one? We definitely saw Into the Spider Verse a few times. He got. He got back to the future and into the Spider-Verse confused. That might be it. <laughs> um, definitely, definitely need to watch the Bill and Ted movies. Oh, Bill and Ted, oh, yes. That's a great example. Yes. That might be your mom's favorite movie. I was just, I was going to say that about Back to the Future, but Bill and Ted might be actually your favorite movie. <laughs> it, it may, well, I'm going to say it may skew a little bit either PG movies, but like, you know, PG movies back then. The right, 90s PG, which is different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would maybe watch it with the, maybe watch no, it again it yourself. Would be fine. Nah, it would be fine. I, I, I feel like I've watched it in the past 
five or six years. So Bill and Ted in like part one, two are like uh, just really pure movies until they drop like that one nineties, like racial slur. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, and then it's like, Oh, huh? it's like, that doesn't oh, age well. You can't, that no, did not, no, yeah, didn't. you can't say that. <laughs> you can't uh, say that at all. Well, not the racial slur, but yeah, they definitely say slur. Um, and, uh, have you seen um, Bill and Ted face music yet? No. It's a, it's a pretty decent follow-up for being 30 yeah. years later. Yeah, I mean, I mean, honestly, if we compare all three movies, it's a very consistently good series. Mm-hmm. I actually love part two, and I yeah. know that that gets a lot of hate. Um. Actually, I don't know if it gets a lot of hate. I think people like it, like like Bogus Journey. Seen people. It's I've my never fa- heard anyone it's in my like favorite. any of those movies. Yeah. Well, because um, like Bogus Journey was one of those that the, the the writer and director like didn't really care for at the time. Like they wrote it really quick. They weren't really getting along professionally. Um, but like it's just as ingrained as my in my mind as. You know that first movie was. Of course, we can't talk about time travel in media without talking about one of mine and Joey's favorite video games of all time, Chrono Trigger. Mm. Huh. I do That's where I got my name from. Trigger. Hey, hey, hey! Can't. I mean, it would be. I would be remiss in not mentioning it. Yeah. Maybe if you hadn't played it, you should. Uh, yeah, it's really, it really good. Yee. The only the, any right. version you play will be a good version, except for the PlayStation version. You only play the PlayStation version of Chrono Trigger if you truly hate yourself. Huh. Or do you do you mean Chrono Cross? For when you no, say I mean the, no. There is a PlayStation port of Chrono Trigger. I happen to. But wait, was it really? me that owns it? Or was it me that owns it, or was it you, Joey, that owns it? Um, what it is is just the loading times are really bad, which is really. Weird to think about when you think about an SNES game. Um, but imagine in this year, 2021, they're like, huh, I really want to play Chrono Trigger. Let me look around to see where I can buy it. Oh, here's one for the PlayStation. That's 20 years old. I think I'll buy that one. <laughs> That's not going to happen. No, but seriously, don't play Chrono Trigger. Especially since you do it on the... Uh, you can it's actually not that expensive. It's only it's only twenty bucks on a on a. Now, what is surprising is that it is not on the uh, SNES Switch collection. Oh, oh no, Square. E- oh no, no, no. Square Enix is gonna milk. That oh, that makes sense. It's not Nintendo. It is okay. That's. Fair. I mean, was it? I mean, Final Fantasy VI was on the mini. But not Chrono Trigger. I think Chrono Trigger was in like one of the editions. Or, oh, or yeah. you talking about the um, the online thing? Yeah, yeah, so yeah I, I'm not. I'm not talking about the the classics. I'm oh yeah, talking about the the, the online stuff. But man, I wish Square as... would get on. I wish Square would get on board. Yeah, yeah. Um, but as much as I would love to talk about more time travel media, I hate to be the person to say this, but we need to get back on track. And actually, well, Black Widow does. This... Black Widow. Does take place in the past. <laughs> True, but it's not time travel. It is a flashback, which is a completely different trope. 
It's, it's time a, it's travel a, through the. Uh, it's time travel via the power of media. So, I mean, I'm ta- I'm traveling through time right now. Yeah. I mean, we're all technically <laughs> traveling through time, but if you're going to be that pedantic, that's the joke. Uh, Hearing you say we got to get back on track was jarring. I know it's like, yeah. why am I the weird. person that's going? Okay, we need to we need to reel this in. <laughs> For once, I was like enjoying reminiscing about. <laughs> About uh, Colonel Trigger, and like, no, Black Widow. Uh, that's but, what you know, it was. We, is that you were having a good time, Joey? He had to stop that. <laughs> I'm. I I don't want to be the. I don't want to be that guy. I just. <laughs> but we. Do, I do. We do have a purpose here. That's true. And we are One trying. Gl- gl- we have glorious purpose, and that is to talk about the 2020 delay to 2021 film. Uh, black blank windows, black widow. Oh, for being All right, so uh, that's, that's the wrap up of uh Loki. Does anyone do we want to give a final thoughts? Any last questions? Oh, Loki. Um, if we're moving to, yeah, we're, I would definitely on. recommend it. Um, yeah, yeah, it's a, I, like, like, part of me was like, oh, now we have to wait another year. For season two, yeah, of this cliffhanger. Poor baby. Um, <laughs> we're just not you. We're just not used to cliffhangers in the MCU like that, you know. Yeah, but that's something. This being a TV show affords us continue. We can have possible continuations. It's just, yes. I mean, WandaVision, They've said isn't gonna have. There's not going to be a continuation of that. I can understand that. That story is pretty well complete. And as far as what it was trying to say, mm. if Look. there's other other things that involve, you know, Wanda, that 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 would be another show. I'm on Joey's side. I don't want to wait, and I'm whining about it, and I'm pouting. I mean, like <laughs> at the end of the last Spider-Man, during the post-credit scene, people found out a secret identity, and we're still waiting for that. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I'm wondering how they how they're going to roll that back. One one thing I wanted to to oh, sorry you you finished that finish that thought because every single time Spider Man's identity has been leaked, it's been rolled back without fail. Yeah, I'm hmm. worried now that like there's a multiverse and they're even talking about like the Sony movies are involved in some way. Like I hope they don't like quote unquote like whip out and just have. Re- his timeline be reset or something, you know? That would have been... Well, they really set it up, resetting yeah. the timelines. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if it tied, if they tied in into the Spider-Verse into this as well. Well, that'd be really as much easy. as I would love <laughs> to continue talking about this, we have to move on. But yeah, we do, we Black do, do Widow. have to at least... We do have to talk about uh, the swan song for Natasha Romanoff in the MCU. And yeah, because they pretty much said that she ain't coming back. Well, she is deceased in the movies, so I would hope so. Um, but did you know? I learned this from uh, a YouTube guy called Movie Bob that um, in Scarlett Johansson's contract, uh, she was—I mean, it's not really her contract, but like. 
Marvel couldn't make a standalone Black Widow movie. Um, they were under some like contract not to or something because the previous owner didn't want to do any movies based on women or people of color. Oh, you're talking about Ike Perlutter? Yeah. Like this is yeah, he this is the he must yeah. not be named. Yeah. Um oh, so that's one oh. reason why that's one reason why it took so long for there to be a standalone Black Widow movie because I think they probably wanted to do this a lot sooner. Yeah. Uh Okay. Brief brief very brief. Okay. Marvel Studios used to Marvel Studios used to be under two different kind of divided up in two different ways. There was Marvel, there was the Mar, there was the stuff for the movies, and then there was everything else. Um. The movies were put under the aus well were put under the auspice of various people, but mainly Kevin Feige was on that side of things. For everything else, there was Ike Perlitter. And there's always been some contention between the like the Marvel Studios and the rest of Marvel media. And and I may have missed this, but what's his relationship to the, the media? Is, he's, is he a director, a writer, a, a producer? He's like... Um, he's like the basically the eh, owner was, of the rights. I, I'm trying to his, get the exact term. I don't know what his actual uh, like title is, but he's basically in charge of Marvel Studios. Got it. Okay. Yeah, he was. He was. He's CEO of Marvel Entertainment. Got it. Okay. He was, he about, the, well, he was the CEO just, of Marvel Entertainment. But then when Marvel bought out, was bought out by Disney, mm-hmm. Marvel kind of, uh, Disney kind of shoved him out of the uh, CEO. Like the, gotcha, uh, because they were, the, Disney already had a CEO. They didn't need another CEO. Or so they now did, he's just kind of like studio well, actually, director. Oh, no, they were, no, actually, I, he's just on the board now. He's just, okay. he's just, he's just another voice. Got it. And then they turned over everything to uh, to Kevin Feige. Pearl Letter's still around, you're saying? But he's just not in charge of Marvel Studios? Yeah. Okay. They basically... Yeah. Basically, they, they shuffled him off of Marvel Studios and put, and put Kevin Feige in charge of Marvel Studios and only had him and had him report directly to Walt Disney Studios. Yeah, so that another... all of the so that all of the cinematic properties were under one management structure. Yeah, and this is another antidote about this guy who uh um not a great person really. Yeah, <laughs> but, it doesn't um, seem that way. Like I mean like he's really, he's like really right wing and like he didn't want like a Black Panther movie to be made because mm-hmm. all because they all look alike and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, but like when they didn't have the rights to X Men, he was like really pushing for a Inhuman show or, or movie to be made. Like and, that, uh, yeah, he undercut the huh. X Men in the comics to try to build up the Inhumans to basically devalue the X Men. Yeah. 
so that then he could buy it for a lower price. Basically. Pres- presumably. Yeah, basically. Um, and, like, and like uh, things were going so well with Feige kind of heading up things that they're like, well, you're just whole, I don't know the internal workings, but so yeah, I think it's better if Feige just handles all this because he obviously knows what he's doing with all this. And here's another little nugget of fun. Apparently he didn't, he didn't quite understand. He didn't, he, he was the, he was one of the people that made, that was replaced uh, Terrence Howard with uh, Don Cheadle because quote unquote, black people look the same. No one will notice there. It's, it's one black guy and another black guy. Wow. What a real stand up fella. Yeah, pretty much. So he was pretty much stopping. You can't, you can't have a woman lead. You can't have a movie about a woman starring a woman. (laughs) Or a person of color. Wow. That's why I said like, no one will notice if we replace the actors. So that's why they went ahead and did it. Um, well, and I'm why glad Black Widow? He's gone. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Why Black Widow? And after and, uh, he Captain left, Marvel. look what happened. We got, we got Black Panther. We got Shang Shang Chi. We've got Captain Marvel. And, Captain uh, Marvel. We got Black Widow movies. Black Widow. We've got stuff coming up. With, I mean, this it's a whole new, yeah. wonderful Marvel. Without it. Anyway, about the, you, about you the might, movie. You might say it's marvelous. Marvelous. Uh, what was uh, Black Widow marvelous? I, I thought it was a very great movie for like a great action movie. Good solid B plus. Yeah, I was not like you know, this is another crown jewel of the MCU or anything like that. I just, this is, this is a really entertaining action movie with some wonderful performances. It was, how about you? How about you, Jack? Um, did you enjoy watching it? Hold on. His computer just shut down. Come here, Jack. I'll go get your uh, plug. They're asking you questions. <laughs> Do we just stall? Okay. Um All right, guys. Let's see here. What how do I let's see what they're... You're like, how do I stall? Hmm. Let me think. Let me think of a good stalling tactic. Hmm. Um yeah, so I think this uh was entertaining movie. Solid B plus in my mind. Uh but also completely necessary to really tie the Natasha Romanoff character together, especially fill that yeah. gap between um, Civil War and uh, Infinity War because it really drives home um, yet, like how family is important to her after a certain point and why she was willing to give up so much in Endgame. To uh, you know, bring her family back, and I think this movie did a great job for that character, like filling the in between spots. Yeah, it kind of gave her some much needed backstory, and yeah, let us get to know her, you know, one last time before she went off into the sunset. 
Sort of a, you know, sort of a fond farewell. Mm-hmm. Um, and and also maybe a to be continued for the Black Widow since we since you know another could take up her name. Oh yeah, uh, Elena. Yeah, Elena. Yeah. Who's I'm um, gonna be in? I didn't know this. But it's going to be in uh, Hawkeye. The TV which show is, Hawkeye. Which is going to be interesting. But yeah, this was uh, also supposed to be where we were supposed to be introduced to to uh, the Contessa, or Val, to her friends. Mm-hmm. I heard but, that scene was, uh, heard that scene was reshot. Um, kind of after the fact kind of not be a brand new introduction to that character to be a little bit different. Surprise me. Did you I mean, know... They had, plenty, they had plenty of time to reshoot it. Did you know that um, the actress who played young Natasha is Amelia um, Josevich and... Um, Jovovich. Jovovich and, uh, and um, what's-his-butt's uh, daughter? Paul... Paul W. S. Anderson? Yeah, do you know that's her, uh, that's her kid? No, but I could see it. She's a good, she's a good actor. I don't know if she's been in, been in much else. Yeah. That's a nice start. Oh, she was the Red Queen in the last Resident Evil movie. What do you are know? Talking, she's gonna be, are we talking about Yelena? No, we're talking, we're talking about, about uh, young, young Natasha. Got it. The, the blue uh, hair girl is the daughter of uh, Paul W. S. Anderson and uh, Media Jovovich. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I hope she doesn't become a troubled child actor <laughs> with uh, actor parents. No. <laughs> All right, so um, Jack, just so you know, Jack is back up. We have his laptop all plugged in, so he's back on. All right, uh, Jack, what did you think of Black Widow? I really liked it. Uh, I like the con. I we haven't seen Civil War, um, which it's it's it 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 seemed to start after, so we didn't really get that, but. We 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 started to realize and mm-hmm. followed along. Yeah, because she's like a, a fugitive at the yes. end of the movie. Yeah, that you know, that's what Civil War is about. Right. What little uh, I know, which I really should watch Civil War because a lot of this stuff seems to be based on the events of it. But the little I know about Civil War is that you had to register as a superhero with your government. Or else you're a fugitive. Is that about the the, the long and short of it? Yeah, and they had this big fight, mm-hmm. and uh, and Falcon and Ant Man and uh, Wanda all were sent to prison. Okay, yeah. So and and, and yeah, they like to say Sokovia Accords. I know that's the the document yeah. that that just defined all that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we didn't get we don't have the chron- chronology, but like like I was saying, I do it's still very entertaining movie with So how 
how cool is it that David Harper uh, uh, of Harbor um, took a role in Stranger Things and everyone loved him so much that now he's an MCU superhero. <laughs> I love it and I love him. <laughs> Again, he was one of the wonderful performances. I mean, he's also Hellboy, but that didn't work out too well in the long run. Uh, you win some, <laughs> you lose some. Yeah, so, um, Bryce, you weren't here when, uh, when, um, you were helping Jack, but we're, mm-hmm. we're talking about how this is, like, an important step in, like, Natasha's, uh, character arc. Um, because, like, she kind of, like, gains a newfound appreciation for family, like, in between those movies. Yeah, and, um, okay. And, like, this is kind of filling in that gap, because she rediscovers her, uh, her old one. And, uh, she's probably spent years, like, just telling herself, it's like, no, it wasn't important. It wasn't, it wasn't Yeah, real. I, I don't need anyone. There's, you know, no one's actually looking out for you. It's all about, you, the only one looking out for you is yourself. And then yeah, if you if, if you really pay attention to the to her character in the MCU movies, it is kind of like that, mm-hmm. where the only person sure. she has any connection to is um, uh, uh, Hawkeye. What's his name? Um, Clint. Clint Barton. Clint. Are you talking about yeah, Jeremy Barton. Renner? Clint. Clint well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> okay. but like she only really has a connection to him because and like uh, Nick Fury because you know those are the ones that helped her mm-hmm. get out. But slowly she, you know, she falls in love with Bruce. She begins to see uh, Steve as, like, um, someone she can trust and Mm -hmm. that can trust her. And by the time Civil War comes around, she's willing to kind of go back on her her, uh, morals and say, yeah, I think the Sokovia Accords is the best solution just as long as we can all stay together, as we can all be a family. Mm Mm-hmm. And that movie is like the divorce, you know, like yeah, Steve and Tony, um, like they stop being friends after that. And by the time Endgame comes along, where they try to fix things, and half the universe ends up getting erased, um, like she's willing to give her her life to fix things. Um, and I think this movie clarifies that a lot more. Like it kind of brings into focus how important family is to her now yeah and it explains the change in her demeanor and stuff mm-hmm. so one thing i i don't know you know my my big thing coming in is i don't know a lot about mcu i don't know a lot about the comics i don't know a lot about the characters i never even i never realized that black widow's origin story is there's thousands of black widows <laughs> You know, I, I it, it's it seemed to me that it's almost like an MMO. You know, you're you're the hero, the <laughs> only hero that can save this 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 uh, land. You and you know, three million other people that get dropped in with you. You're not really the hero. What makes this Black Widow so special compared to the other Black Widows? I don't know that. Like, what <laughs> I don't know how she became the Black Widow that gets followed. Well, she was the first one to break free. Oh, that'll probably do it. Okay. See, that's the little little bits I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, like, um, they do use the name Black Widow in the movies, but it's not, like, super prominent 
But yeah, uh, she is the one. And, we, and like before this movie, we didn't really know what, all that stuff. Okay, but we knew there was there was like a red room where there were um, training assassins. Mm-hmm. We didn't know there were hundreds of them. Mm-hmm. Actually, <laughs> we uh, well, actually, this did come up again. This that actually did come up before. Oh, it did an Agent Carter? <laughs> is that <Okay>. canon? <laughs> Was she a Black Widow in Age of Carter? Because I remember that. Uh, I remember that character. She was explicitly. She was explicitly trained, and they mentioned the Red Room. Okay. So yeah, that 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 came up. I remember well, that. Not, not Carter. A few years ago. Not, but not not, not like uh, not Carter, but like a character that was in that. Yeah. But yeah. That, that, um, this is not the still, first that's, time I've seen. Not hundreds, or thousands. That's just another. One. That was, That's in the forties. Yeah, it's been a long-running program for them. Oh. Yeah. So yeah, like, that, I'm that's just imagining. I was imagining you load up the Black Widow MMO. You create the <laughs> genetically yeah. perfect, exactly. looking female. <laughs> like, well, that's the thing about the whole Black Widow. Program. It's not they weren't genetically perfect. They literally just grabbed up any orphan. Oh, they that's could. true. That is, or not, or orphan or not. Yeah, uh, they did they mention just... that. Uh, they did mention that Natasha and um, Olivia, um, Elena's character, were like, you know, they they weren't abandoned by their parents, or, or at least Natasha that she was like selected for genetic mm-hmm. reasons. Yeah. Um, there was, and that's why she's so pretty. <laughs> so. The more you think about something like the Red Room, oh, and they didn't say this. The Red Room was only half of the equation. the The other half was the Winter Soldier program, and not just Bucky, but like the other kids that were and guys that were experimented on to try and make another super soldier and didn't quite turn out as good. Like. And we found out in the movie, like, that's what um, Alexi and uh, uh, Melina were doing in America. They were stealing the Winter Soldier stuff from a Hydra slash shield. Um, and they probably didn't become, like, mind-controlled widows until, like, after Natasha broke free. Yeah, they were, they were, they mentioned it that they, before that, they just did your good old-fashioned psychological torture. Right. <laughs> and chem and chemical and yeah, you know, physiological changes that were modification. You know that old chest. I do. I do like their black humor about that subject. Oh it's yeah, like, yes, they, we do not. It's like yeah, we don't have ovaries. We don't have. <laughs> we don't I was have, going uh, to talk about fallopian tubes next. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Just... So I so um I didn't know anything about Florence Pugh before this movie. Um, I haven't mm-hmm. seen like uh, some of the movies she was in, like Midsummer and stuff. Um, yeah, but she ha- she's a she's a movie star. She was like yeah. the best part of this. She was like one of the best parts of this movie. Um, Hard and, agree. Uh, and I'm glad she's going to become a recurring character moving forward. Jack, that was the actress who played Yelena. Her sister that we're talking about. It's just little things like uh it's like, yeah, I go to uh 
You got to buy my own clothes and look at all the pockets this jacket has. <laughs> so like many pockets. You're such a poser. You always do. Why you do the thing with the hair flip and you just and yeah. the and the and the poser. <laughs> <laughs> and then she tries and then she tries to do it. And, and like, then she does it herself and then yeah. she's kind of and she's like, I don't get it. No, so, like, I feel she she acted like she it was if she felt dirty doing it. Yeah. So Bryce, you might not have caught on to this. It was at the end of the movie too. Uh, Natasha is wearing that jacket uh in Infinity War. Oh, that's funny. And now with yeah. all the pockets. Yeah, I mean, she uses it all the time. Yeah. Um, I love it, and like I love seeing Rachel uh, Wise back in this. Like uh, she's been in a few things I've seen, you know, in the recently. But like uh, you know, she, uh, she was the main character. She was um, in the Mummy and all that, and she's mm-hmm. always great. Yeah, we, we talked about uh, David Harbor about how he fought Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was. That was such a good him. Well, also, yeah, him, 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 and Yelena were such good performances. It's the the, the de aging technology they're doing in these movies these days. Like, I mean, if you think back to like Captain Marvel, how Samuel Jackson throughout that entire movie was playing a younger version of himself, and how. Uh, um, Alexi and Melina were like de-aged twenty years. Uh, in the in this first scene, it's like it's becoming crazy. Yeah, is that CGI or is it prosthetics? Oh, it, it's a CGI. Okay, you sure? Yeah, definitely okay. sure. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say. I mean, I mean, you can you can now? get rid of all the wrinkles you want. Um, you know, David Harbor wasn't. Was is like thinner, yeah. Twenty years ago, um, yeah. Did, okay, like uh, a facial structure change. Um, yeah, the way they they it's basically like digital plastic surgery. They literally okay. go in frame by frame. Wow! And like and and change this stuff. And um, it it first started in the first Captain America movie when they made um, uh, Chris Evans like like thinner. Like a mm-hmm. little like scrawny guy, scrawny, yeah. And um, they kept on iterating it until um, I think the first one that was really convincing was the Civil War, when they showed like a nineteen-year-old uh, Robert Downey Jr. Hmm. And it like it looked, unless you were paying really close attention to some things, like you couldn't tell it was a computer-generated uh, face. Cool. Yeah, and uh, they're just getting so good at it. Like in uh, the new uh, Terminator movie, um, when they had young uh, John Connor and Sarah Connor, mm-hmm. like uh, my mom thought when she saw it, it was like my mom said, like, so did they take like deleted footage yeah. from those old movies and like put it in here? And it's like, no, it was just computer generated, and like it looks so real in that movie. It's kind of insane. It's just yeah. insane. Anyway, Ray Winstone plays Drake off, and he's a pretty horrible human being. <laughs> now, now this is an interesting character because this is actually an MCU original character, but it's kind of a composite of a whole bunch of the heads of Red Runes 
they've been in the various but no, they're all kind of this scummy. So, I mean, um, just was named was the name dropped in uh, Avengers just probably by like a throwaway line that Joss Whedon wrote. You know, he didn't know what it meant at the time, but it's cool that they like took that continuity brought all, all the way up here. Yeah, I'm just... and uh, there's not too much to his character, but he's just so unlikable. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the one, even the one possible redeeming factor that he loved his daughter enough to try you know, basically rebuild her. Sheesh! Uh... It's just oh my god. He even ruined that. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm glad that's where you were going with that. Because I was like, that's not... I don't think you gathered... You got no. the right message from this. <laughs> no, what I'm saying is the one possible yeah. bright light that he might have had. Nope. He even, yeah. he, he even ruined that. Yeah. It, you're, I, it started, you'd think, well, I can use you know, my money and the technology to, to fix you, to make your life better. Now I'm going to turn you into a weapon and make sure that you know that everyone hates you, including me. But try to try to win me back. <laughs> Too bad Randy isn't here because he had a kind of a big rant about Taskmaster. Yeah. And, about oh, yeah. how... Uh, and they, I was, oh, yeah, go ahead. Because I've, got, go I've ahead. got more to say, but go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, he even he took someone who he considered... Who, who, who was considered his best friend. Alexi, mm-hmm. and after he succeeded in the mission that he was sent, shoved him into prison for the rest of his life. Yeah, we never found like why he did that, did we? Yeah, and it's even I, no one, we no one know. He's just that much of an asshole. I'm sorry. Now okay. Jack knows about swear words. He knows they exist. Well, I apologize. Well, he did. He did see Black Widow. So, <laughs> but I mean, I cannot describe this guy in nicer words. He's just, yeah. yeah he's not a very good fella. He is n- no. He is that. He is. He's a character you love to hate. Yeah. Yep. He is, and. I'm glad they they he's around just long enough to, to you know to, to not wear out his wear welcome. <laughs> you know, he's welcome. Now he's was he welcome. was the whole red room thing something started by the government and encouraged and funded to win kind of wars? It, it, yeah, kind of. Um, it's okay. it was started by. Even in the MCU, it was started by the Hydra equivalent in Russia, known as Leviathan. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, I know. I know. Natasha mentioned she worked for the KBG in KG- uh, Winter Soldier. I think that's what I said. Um, no, you said but uh, I, I, I don't think I've heard the term Leviathan anywhere. It- I think it's been mentioned once or twice, but just as passing. Okay, but if you it, say so. But it, but they have mentioned that it is separate from. It is not part of Hydra. In fact, they stole as as we mentioned before. 
they stole from Hydra at the beginning mm. and were opposed to them. It was just another player on the board. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about Taskmaster, who I mentioned before. Uh, Randy had, had a big rant because they basically made it a different character. Yeah, um, this is it's not, this is this is not the Taskmaster that we know in comics, but is it's basically Taskmaster in name only. Yeah, and the, and the fact that he, uh, she can, uh, like, duplicate fighting styles and, and like, copy movement. Yeah, but although it's I think actually, in, the, in the comic he's, but I think in the comic he's just really good at it. Yeah, but in, in this it's more of like a, a computer thing. Yeah, this is it is. This is Taskmaster, literally in name only. Mm-hmm. There is outside of. Outside of uh, outside of the just general basic of being of a character being able to copy other characters. No, this has nothing to do with the comics Taskmaster. So interesting. Uh, so, so I, I can I think it I can, fit pretty. I think it fit pretty well within the context of the movie. Yeah, the, uh, I mean, but what disappointed me. Go ahead. I'm Go ahead, Dustin. Just, I, I'm trying to rant in the place of Randy here because I I can almost tell you what his rant is going to be. It was basically this is not Taskmaster. This it this this is just a character they stat, they slapped the name Taskmaster on because they couldn't figure out how to fit the actual Taskmaster into the MCU. And yeah, they thought it was like a cool thing to put on the film, but, like, my argument is, if we got to the end of this movie, and I thought it was going to be one of two things. Um, it's going to be Milena, the mom character. That just seems like a twist that would be there. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, like, I didn't know about a, a Dracos daughter connection, you know, when I was theorizing, but, like, or, imagine if it was just some random guy, then it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have the same emotional impact of having it be Dracoff's daughter. Yeah. Um, so I think they made the right choice in, in this case. So um, ultimately, I ultimately think, yeah, that it came around. Um, it came around right for this film. I just wish there was more of them because, like, that first fight with Natasha was really cool right. where she was, like, counter countering all her moves. Uh, then when we see him again, her again, it's just like in a car, so it doesn't really matter, or in a tank. <laughs> um, but, but then their battle with uh, the Red Guardian, um, like we see him do some fighting moves from the different Avenger characters, but it didn't really last very long. Um, and I just wish there was more of it, you know. So one thing about Taskmaster's identity that that. I had I thought for a second now remember I don't recall all the previous movies I haven't seen a lot of them but I I thought that when she popped out of the tank to shoot the the exploding arrow I was like wait is this like a brainwashed Hawkeye how how did yeah. that happen because why else are they using a bow and arrow 
But I, I told that to one of my friends while I was watching it, and they were like, no, that's not what yeah. it is. <laughs> I mean, like, if you see him watching footage of Hawkeye using yeah. bow and arrow, um, so you're supposed mm. to make his connection that he's... Ah. She's, like, mimicking him. Because, like, he... uh, Keep going, he... They're, like, mimicking uh, different different uh, Avengers throughout the ending fight. Like, he does the Captain America shield thing. Yeah, I got um, you. He does, okay. the, he does the Black Panther claws. He does the Winter Soldier knife flip. You know? He's doing okay. a lot of different fighting styles. Yeah. Okay. 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 Which is why okay. I wish there was kind of more of it. Because, like... Um, uh, the Red Guardian kept on saying, like, he wants his rematch with Captain America. And I thought, like, when Taskmaster started to mimic Captain America, he would be like, it's like, ah, this is close enough, you know? <laughs> you can do it this way. Well, I mean, the character isn't dead, so they might bring her back in later things. Hopefully as a good guy, though. Hopefully. But then again, this, but ho- then again, could be part of the whole Dark Avengers, Thunderbolts thing that uh, the Contessa is or Val is setting up. So Black Widow is not what we know we talked about for a while, but um, not a ton to say about it. I think it's a solid, solid action movie. I think uh, Elena or uh, Florence Pugh and David Harbour were like standout characters. Mm-hmm. And I hope they, uh, you know, show up more. Well, we know Yelena's going to... Sh- we know the Yelena's showing up again, at least. Yeah, she's going to be in uh, in Hawkeye. Did you watch the went... um, after-credits thing, uh, Bryce? I feel like I did. did didn't, we, didn't we say to the end? Uh, no, I don't remember what it is, though. Remind me. Um, okay, short version. Um, Yelena shows up to, to uh, Natasha's grave. You know, okay. no, I did not see that. Elena shows up with Natasha's grave, kind of grieves, mm-hmm. and then you hear a cough. It pans over, and you see the Contessa or Val. You know, the person who the woman who was talking to uh, John Walker mm-hmm. at the end of. Uh, oh, I don't think. You, wait, you didn't see Falcon and Winter Soldier, so you have no idea who mm-hmm. I'm talking about. No idea. Okay. Um, the Contessa is a character. Here we go. No, okay. I, I I don't know if we need to go into it, but it... she's it, it, she, she's a character that seems to be building a team, um of of like Avenger type people. Yeah, got it. For, for like yeah, for like a a, a government led like strike force. Bad guy Avengers. Bad guy. Well, no, I mean, either the government good good guy. Bad, bad guy high. Avengers, but you know, people who are. <laughs> People who are more likely to get their yeah. hands dirty. Okay. And apparently, uh, Elena is working for her. Um, and she says, well, I have your next target. Do you want to get the man who kills your sister? And she's like, yes. Yes, I do. And uh, she holds up a picture of Hawkeye. Um, and that implies that she's going to be in the Hawkeye show. Got yeah. it. Oh, her name is Contessa Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. She's played by uh, what's her face from Julia Seinfeld. Louis Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yes, you know Elaine from Seinfeld. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, she's 
Oh, and the comics... I also like the fact that uh, I also like the fact that uh, Natasha's grave was like in Utah, in the in the American Midwest, where she always wanted to. Yeah, you know. Yeah, she had that remembrance for. She lived in the most American town in the in the entire country. Um, anything else about Black Widow? Like I said, I kind of give this a solid B plus. I mean, um, it's not it's of... not the it's not the worst thing that's come out. It's not the best, but it's a good. Well, it's definitely, I definitely it's don't a... think it's bad in any way. That's why it's a, a solid B plus for me. Yeah, it's a solid movie, and would I say it's worth the wait that it's had to go through? Yeah, good. I mean. It's kind of funny. There was all this hype, and like the MCU is back in movie theaters, and then the movie is just like, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, you know? and, and then it tanks the second week out. Well, there's a lot of reasons for that. But it's not, yeah, there's great, but uh, well, I mean, we are still in, it, we are still in a pandemic. Yeah, so I mean, mm-hmm. it's yeah. I mean, with tempered expectations, it's still performed pretty well. You know. Also, the next MCU movie will not be on Disney Plus at the same time. Um, apparently, it did pretty well its first week on Disney Plus. It made like sixty or eighty million. Huh. So, so it's going to go theaters only. Uh, the next one, uh, Shang Chi. Yeah. Okay. We so that's what they're saying. They have no plans to. They said to put on Disney Plus right away. Feeling. I, I think that's a, a mistake. That, I have a feeling they're going to reevaluate that down the road. See, maybe they, they want to see how how it does without the split. Yeah, if I mean, it, there's if it does. I have there's people feeling... smarter smarter than us making those decisions, though. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> do you want my do you want my uh, do you want my prognostication for what I yes. think is going to happen? Of course, I do. First week, it's going to tank. Horribly. Second week, they're going to be scrambling to figure out what to do. Third week, it's going to show up on Disney Plus. Shang Chi. Yeah. Mm. No, Shang Chi is going to do fine. <laughs> um, but like, I agree, it's probably going to go on Disney Plus after like two months. I mean, that's kind of a given. Um, I won't say it's sooner than that, but. Well, I mean, I could be wrong, and probably am, but I just, I have a, if the way things are going, and the way, and the the way the the, the pandemic is currently being projected, mm-hmm. eh, mm-hmm. well, of course, I, we are saying this in, and we're saying this in mid-July 2021, so if someone in the far future is listening to this, Ooh, you were listening to the past. <laughs> oh, technically, technically, all recordings are the past. Um, ooh, I, you were listening. You yeah, were yeah listening. getting off on that subject for get, going off on that subject, subject for a second. If movie theaters have the same problems again and they have to shut down, yeah. like that really might be it. <laughs> For, for that for movie theater, some of these places, yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't think they're. I mean, Dustin's saying that 
just people aren't going to show up. I don't think movie theaters are going to close and, and, unless like stuff gets really, really bad. Which uh, we remember we, we when we saw Black Theater Widow in theaters, how many people were in that theater that we were in? Well, that's no different than other movies we've seen in that theater. I mean, we live in a small town. <laughs> sometimes we go at the right time; and it's really busy. But sometimes we go and it's like uh, one one like one fourth full. You know, it just depends. Like, no, like even on a bad time, I've never seen that. Movie theater that empty. It wasn't empty, Dustin. <laughs> anyway, let there less people though. It's true, you know. Would have seen this now than if it came out two years ago. There's no denying that. Yeah. But uh, just to say that Shang Chi is going to bomb, um, I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's going to bomb through any fault of itself. It, I think it's going. I'm hoping it's going to be a good, solid movie. But I, it, I think it. There are circumstances outside of its control. They're going to affect. I mean, the movie. I mean, this movie made more than Ant Man two. It's opening weekend, you know. So mm-hmm. people are people are going to see the movie theaters. Anyway, real world stuff over. Let's wrap this up. Um, I'll honestly, I, the MCU is in a really good spot right now, and I'm. Really liking where it's going. Phase four is off to a good solid start. Let's hope they keep it going. They have a lot of movies and TV shows to get through. Oh boy, I'm here for it. Are there any? Are there any other um, other TV shows or movies that you're interested in, Bryce? Um. Well, what's what's coming up? I don't even see. I don't even follow. What it. It, the next, the next thing coming up is what if. I don't know what that is. Um, it's a vignette show that that well the it, the 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 premise is in the name. What if? Okay. Like, it, like what if the Black Panther was picked up by the Ravagers instead of uh, Star Lord? What if uh, hmm. Marvel had zombies? What if? I- what if uh, Sharon Carter? What, what if uh, no, not Sharon Carter, but what if Peggy Carter got the uh, Super Soldier formula instead of uh, Steve Rogers? Now that so, sounds incredibly interesting to me, with one exception, and that is, it does seem like it's going to rely heavily on people knowing all of the history to really enter, in, in, engage in in that show. Yeah, I think it's going to be the case. Like, if you know the MCU really well, you're going to say. Like it's it's Gamora, but it's if she was a bad guy, you know stuff like yeah. that. Um, it's also animated. It's uh, oh, not live action. Uh, that's that's fine. I don't mind. Oh yeah, there's gonna be a Hawkeye TV show by the end of the year. Um, well, I, I yeah, and you, didn't didn't you guys say that Florence Pugh is in that? She's gonna um, at least show just, up in it. Well, I'm definitely so. watching that. Or else, <laughs> I don't know else where else she would be. Um, yeah, they're also. Uh, Shang Chi, uh, then the Internals, which is kind of yeah. this like god, like Marvel cosmic god stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing a She Hulk TV show and a Miss Marvel TV show, and um, Loki season. You know two. they're doing, yeah, they're I'll doing, definitely. yeah, and they have the sequels like Doctor Strange and uh, and Thor and uh, things like that. 
think what I need to spend some time doing is is catching up on all of the the movies that I haven't seen. I I feel like Civil War I need to see. Well, you Um, can watch them all on Disney Plus. Not sponsored. (laughs) And also, I haven't seen any of the Spider-Man. And uh, not, not sorry, any of the Tom Holland Spider Man. Oh, those are great. I know that's, a, that's an absolute shame. What uh, What are you waiting for? What are, I don't know. I'm I'm just being stupid. I need to just watch. We talked about this last. We talked about this last time. Definitely watch Winter Soldier. Yeah, Civil War. Um, you seen Guardians of the Galaxy? I think you yeah. said. Yeah. Um, yeah. Spider Man's are good. Um, Spider Man's. You seen oh, yeah. the. You saw the best Thor movie, so you don't really yeah. have to go back and watch. Yeah, the other but movie. I, if you want to, you can, but you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, those are like the big ones, but like Doctor Strange is definitely fun. Oh, like, definitely Ant-Man's Doctor a good time. Strange. Yeah, I love multiverse stuff, so I I, I will yeah. want to watch that. Oh, you will absolutely love Doctor Strange then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, both. I'm sure you've seen the Guardians of the Galaxy. Both of those. Yes. Yeah. 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 Good. 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 Okay. Um. But yeah. Let's see, get out uh, of here, guys. Oh, we forgot to mention uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. The if you uh, no, we, no, we did not. <laughs> then there's let's see here. Then there's the Black Panther sequel movie, Wakanda Forever. Oh yeah, if you haven't seen Black Panther, it's another good one. Yeah, yeah. I have not. Oh, yeah. Moon Knight. We're getting a Moon Knight show, which is either going to be a, it's going to be kind of a, either a supernatural detective war story or an insane guy in a suit. Uh, it could go either way. Or both. Yeah. Probably both. (laughs) Probably both. All right. Let's wrap things up for real. Uh, Thank you, Dustin, for coming on. I'm always, thank you, I'm always up for talking. You're very welcome. And thank you, Jack. I am answering for him. He is asleep. He says, <laughs> thank you for having me. It was really awesome and a lot of fun. Past his bedtime. <laughs> yeah, but thanks for um, coming on. And hopefully we have a MCU fan in the making. I think we definitely do. 